to the Talking Reef Podcast. Joining you today to go through uh, hatching brine shrimp eggs. Uh, a lot of people look at hatching brine shrimp eggs as a source of fish food, coral food, uh, for if they're breeding fish or uh, seahorses or anything like that, it's a great uh, food source for the larva. Uh, brime, baby brine shrimp is actually extremely healthy and beneficial for uh, just about everything inside your aquarium as opposed to adult brine shrimp uh, which very much lacks in just about every essential way possible. It's, it's, adult brine shrimp is not a very healthy food source for you. So uh, getting brine shrimp eggs and hatching them at home is something that's very easy to do and it's something that uh, you can do on a regular basis and it provides a good food source for, as I mentioned, your coral, uh, anemones, uh, any type of fill, a lot of filter feeders will eat them and your fish will just love them. Uh, so for starters, what do we need to culture or hatch uh, our brine shrimp, our baby brine shrimp, also known as Napoli? Well, for starters, we're going to need eggs. Now, what I'm going to be doing is I'm going to be doing two different types of hatching here. Uh, I'm going to start the first one, which is this product here. Now this is actually from Talking Reef sponsor, uh, Algagen. Uh, this is their decapsulated uh, Artemia cysts, or decapsulated brine shrimp eggs. And this here is uh, regular brine shrimp eggs from Brine Shrimp Direct. Now these are not decapsulated. And as we go through the process, you'll see the difference in, in how that works. Now once we have our brine shrimp eggs, the next thing that we're going to need is an actual hatchery. Now, there are a lot of different types of hatcheries. There's some real do-it-yourself ones, and then there's some full commercial products that you can buy. Uh, they vary in effectiveness and ease of use. Uh, but for starters, what I'm going to show you is a standard, effective, cheap, uh, you know, not cheap as in not good, but cheap as in it works well and it's low cost. Uh, this right here is what you can buy. Uh, this is a brine shrimp hatchery. A lot of local fish stores will carry these. <clears throat> and they're also available online from multiple sources. Now the way that these work is you take a standard two liter bottle and you're gonna cut the bottom off. You'll flip it upside down as such. And then that'll screw into the bottom here. And now you, what we've done is we've made a brine shrimp hatchery. Now, there's a little bit more to it than this. So the next part that we're gonna need is a standard aquarium pump. Now, the kind that you use is pretty much up to you. You don't need anything big or powerful or multi-valved or uh, air pistons or anything like that. Just, you know, a decent little uh, aquarium pump. And then you're gonna need some regular clear, uh, you know, clear airline tubing that you would use in your aquarium anyways. Most of us have this stuff laying around. Uh, but essentially what will happen is we'll connect the one end into here on our air pump. The other end is going to come around and it's going to go into the bottom of our hatchery. Sure the, let me see if I can get some light here. See the little, little valve, a little hole in the bottom there? That's where our airline tubing is going to connect into, just as such. They've got a little notch that'll fit right there, and that's our little hatchery. 
So technically speaking, this is all the equipment that you're going to need to get set up. Uh, the one thing that you also will need, uh, just as in with the phytoplankton that we do, uh, we're going to use standard shop lights. And once we get going and I get these set up, and uh, you'll see exactly uh, how my setup looks. So uh, let's uh, take a minute and move into uh, starting starting a, a culture or hatch, getting everything. Okay, so let's take a quick look through the equipment again real quick. Uh, first of all, our brine shrimp eggs again. Here's another look. Uh, these are decapsulated with the shells removed. Brine shrimp eggs. These are from uh, Algagen. Available at seahorsesource.com. Uh, these are standard uh, capsulated with the shells brine shrimp eggs. Uh, these are available, ava uh, available, if I could talk today, from brineshrimpdirect.com. Uh, again, the hatcheries, I already showed you those, I won't go through those again. Air pump, airline tubing. Uh, the next thing that we're going to use is a little measuring spoon. Uh, now what I use here is one teaspoon, uh, but you can also do half a teaspoon depending on how much you need to feed. And the next part of what we're going to use <coughs> is our water, because we've got to make some water in there. So get yourself a measuring cups. Uh, what I'm going to start off with is, because I'm doing this twice, I'm doing it in double of what you would probably do, is I've got four cups of tank water and one cup of stra uh, straight fresh RO water. Now what you're going to do is you're going to mix two cups per hatchery. Each hatchery is going to have two cups of tank water and a half a cup of straight RO water. Now what that's going to do is it's going to it's a quick, easy measurement to get your uh, salinity, specific gravity, right to the right point to, to do that. Now the only other thing that you're going to need that you're not going to see here just yet is a light. When you're hatching the brine shrimp eggs, they need to be lit the entire time. It helps kick off the hatching process. So without further ado, let's move over and we'll get these set up and we'll get the culture started. Okay, so here we are, uh, light in the background. Our two hatcheries, like I said, you'll, you might only need one depending on how much you're going to do, but since I'm doing the two different types, I'm going to have two set up at the same time. My pump's right up here, and it goes down into some gang valves so I can control the airflow. Uh, again, the light's always on normally, but due to the glare, I, I've shut it off for, for this point. So what we're going to start off with, so I'm going to move these up, and we're going to start with putting that half a cup of RO water into each one of these. So okay, so we got the half cup into each. Now the next thing that I want to do here is get uh, the airflow moving in through there. So let's move the, oops, sorry, move the camera a little bit so you can kind of see. So we're going to open up these air lines a little bit. Okay. So we got some airflow moving through there. Just want to get enough to keep the water out of the lines at this point. Uh, we'll move that. We'll increase that airflow in a little bit. Now the next thing that we're going to do is measure out our eggs. Well, the first one that I'm going to do, I'm going to do with the regular capsulated brine shrimp eggs. <clears throat> and I'm going to measure out one teaspoon. Now you can do one teaspoon or half a teaspoon depending on how much you actually need. So there they are. We're going to dump that in there. And now that that's in there, 
we're going to add in our two cups of tank water to met level. Okay, so that's the one going. I have to rinse off my little measuring spoon, so I will be right back as soon as that's rinsed. Okay, now that I got that rinsed off, we can go ahead and add the decapsulated bram shrimp eggs into the air. Now here's our decapsulated bram shrimp eggs again. I'm going to go ahead and shake those up. These ones are actually stored in, in water, that's the way these ones ship. We're going to do the same thing here. We're going to measure out, let's turn the light off. We're going to measure them out. Dump those in. Okay. And then we're going to go ahead and top that one off with the rest of our tank water. Okay, and give me one minute. I'm going to move these back against the light, and we'll turn the light on so you can see those a little bit better. Okay, now I've got those against the light here. Let's take a closer look at them. You can kind of see the difference in the color and the shading between the decapsulated here and the ones with the shells on them over here. Uh, these are much darker. Uh, all those shells will hatch, they'll float to the top. Anyways, we'll see all that uh, as we carry on with this little project in uh, the next day or two. So we're going to adjust the flow a little bit. That's The flow that you see in there right now is not too bad. We're going to see if we can get a little bit more. usually want to pump these guys up pretty good. I don't know if I'm going to get much more out of this. That's looking pretty good. Uh, basically, you just want to make sure that you've got enough flow to keep uh, anything from settling in the bottom. One thing about using these is, you, is you, you probably can't see in here but if you do set something up like this you'll see that in the bottom here you'll get air, small areas sometimes where you don't get as much flow down here so you want to try to keep your airflow up to keep that uh, from happening but uh, they usually work pretty well so we're gonna go ahead and let these go for uh, usually about 24 hours to 48 hours these ones take about 24 these ones usually take about 48 hours and we'll come back and check on them So uh, at this point, it's been a couple days. Uh, what I did is I restarted these cultures so that they'd finish at the same time. Uh, again, these ones are 24 hours, these are about 48 hours. Uh, and, you know, I, I took the other ones, uh, fed those to the tank, and then I restarted these new cultures. I started uh, this one a couple days ago and this one uh, early yesterday. So they're both going to be finished at the same time, and we can go ahead and, and get moving to the next part. Now, first thing we're going to do before we disconnect these is I, I usually take the hoses and I use one of these uh, little clips, it's kind of dark, you might not be able to see very well, uh, but they're little lettuce clips that come when you buy like the seaweed selects, dried nori and stuff like that. Uh, but I just go ahead and clip these up. Okay, now the hoses are clipped up as you can see. The main reason we do that is when we go ahead and turn off the pumps, 
and then disconnect the air lines. If they were left down, then everything in there is going to start to drain out through these lines. Now, with with them clipped up, you're going to prevent that drain from the bottom, and then we'll be able to pick these up and, and move these over without worrying about it at all. Uh, so we're going to go ahead and pause for a second. I'm going to move everything over, and we'll uh, go to the next part. And here's kind of a close-up shot so you can see all of the baby brine shrimp swimming around inside there. All those black circles that are stuck are unhatched uh, eggs or their shells that haven't floated to the surface yet. Uh, but you should, should be able to see everything swimming around in there. It's, it's pretty active. Look down at the bottom here. Move the flashlight down. You can see it gets a lot darker down there. That's where they're all collecting. Because uh, that's where I've had the flashlight sitting. And then up at the top is uh, all of the unhatched eggs or what's left over. Let's go ahead and strain these out. Okay, now at this point, uh, what I'm going to do again, uh, I mentioned I got my little flashlight. Um, normally I only do one at a time, uh, but what I'll do is I'll take the flashlight while they're sitting here, the hose is collected up, and I'll set the flashlight kind of like right at the bottom here. And what that's going to do is it's going to draw all of the uh, brine shrimp that have hatched over into that area. And they all, you know, pretty much collect right at the bottom here. So uh, we're going to go ahead and let that sit for a couple minutes, and uh, I'm going to get another flashlight and get the other one uh, set, in, and then we'll start straining them out. Okay, so got the cover removed and uh, the light removed. Oh, I don't think I mentioned that earlier. I usually cover up the top to kind of keep the light from the the light above from shining in there before I have the flashlight on the bottom. Helps gather, let them collect in the bottom a little bit better. So. At this point, we're going to start straining them out, and what I use and what you can use, I think I showed earlier in the in the video, that was a couple days ago now, is they've got a regular brine shrimp net, uh, and you can also use a metal coffee filter that goes in your you know coffee pot, whatever. Both work well. Uh, the only thing with the coffee filters, make sure you rinse them out and dry them when you're done uh, to kind of prevent them from building up any kind of rust or anything like that in there. But as with anything, you want to make sure you keep all your stuff very clean. So, we'll start with uh, the regular brine shrimp bags, as I think these will probably be easier to see. As I think these so, will, we got our collection cup here, and essentially what we're going to do is we're going to put the end right into it, drop the hose down, and just let it go. Now I'm going to try to move the camera so you can see here. So we got our, our water, liquid, everything's filtering through there, coming right out the bottom. Um, we're collecting it, so I'm going to let this run through, and then I'll show you a close-up once it's done. Okay, uh, it's just about done here. Um, back in our collection container, uh, we do have this layer of the shells and the empty cysts that are up at the top here. We want to make sure we don't allow that to get all the way to the bottom and drain out through the tube, because we don't want that to collect in our, in our uh, filter here. Uh, so I usually let it run right to the point. Now these are the non-decapsulated ones, the regular brine shrimp eggs. So uh, the decapsulated ones are different. You don't have those shells in there, so you don't have to worry about it. Uh, any unhatched eggs in there are, are good, so you don't. Have to, it's not a big deal. Uh, so we let that run. It's almost done. Okay, that's done. I just let the rest run down the drain. 
get the rest of the water out of there. Now some people rinse them uh, when they're done here. Uh, I haven't done that. Uh, I haven't really had any problems. I just let them go. Now, uh, so what we have in here is all of our brim shrimp eggs. Now, I'm sure you can't see it here, uh, but when you do this in person, you're going to see that when you look in this thing when you're done, it's just it's like a, a pile of you know red slime, but it's all moving. It's it's kind of cool to cool to look at. Now, uh, at this point, uh, you just take this and dump it right into your tank and that's essentially it so I'm gonna go ahead and dump this one and then we'll do the next uh, we're gonna get a picture of that one then we'll see what the other one looks like so I'll be right back okay so now we're gonna we're gonna do our next one now I'd show you feeding them to the tank uh, but the reality is I feed these uh, after the lights go off because uh, it's more coral food uh, the fish will usually get to it also but uh, I usually feed them after the lights go off so can't really show you a whole lot because there's no lights in there uh, but anyways, here's the other ones. We're just going to go ahead and do the same thing. Go ahead and lock the hose right in there and drop that down. Okay, and we're done here with, uh, these are the, the other ones. Uh, they're all mostly bunched up in the end here. There's probably just as much as the other ones. Uh, it's just kind of bunched up and clumped up so it might not look like as much. Uh, and I'm going to go ahead and feed this to one of my other tanks. Okay, well, I'm done feeding. Uh, I think the rest of the process is pretty self-explanatory. Uh, basically, at this point, I go through, clean out the filter, uh, clean out the jars. Uh, something good to note about these, uh, you want to, you know, I usually fill them up, run it with some hot water, make sure we get the hoses rinsed out real good. Uh, but from time to time, uh, you don't necessarily have to do it every time, but what you want to do is unscrew these bases, and you need to get in and clean uh, this inside rim because uh, there's a lot of junk that get built, gets built up in there even if you do rinse it out so it's a good idea to kind of take this stuff apart uh, and get it cleaned out get, you know we run it through some water and get the, the water that's going to drain out at the bottom there um, you know and just make sure it stays clean there's a little gasket inside there uh, make sure the bottom of the bottle gets cleaned out Otherwise, you get this gunk that gets built up inside there. Uh, so that's that's really pretty much it for doing uh, hatching your own brine shrimp. It's really easy. Only takes a couple minutes, uh, and uh, it's a great, very healthy source of food for both your fish uh, and your coral and any type of filter feeders that are uh, they can grab any uh, particles that are that you know that large. Uh, a lot of them will take things smaller, but a great food source for everything. So. Uh, that's going to go ahead and uh, wrap up this part. And if you have any questions, comments, anything like that, uh, feel free to uh, reply to the, the thread for this episode. And we'll go ahead and get everything answered for you. So uh, thanks a lot, and we'll see you uh, next time.